Welcome to Transforming Lives with Michael Carter, pastor of The Life Church. The Life Church is a place where you'll enjoy interactive dynamic worship, prayer, and a very practical, down-to-earth yet spiritual message. Our service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and Wednesday night reboot at 6.45 p.m. Visit us at mychurchlife.org or on Facebook. Just search My Church Life and look for The Life Church. Now, let's join Pastor Mike. Man, I try not to keep you too long because time is money, right? And uh, we're talking about money management. Come on. Yeah. I was praying to the Lord. I asked the Lord. I said, time is money. I asked the Lord, Lord, what's time like to you? And he said, well, my son, a million years to you is like a second to me. And I said, well, what's money like to you? And he said, well, a million dollars to you is like a penny to me. So I said, Lord, can I have a penny? He said, yeah, sure, just a second. That's the way it goes. We're going to get it, folks, but it's going to take some time. All right? Managing begins with developing new habits. We are on a journey to building our personal financial house according to biblical principles. How now should we live? Our ideas about life and money will shape our life and destiny. Our everyday living habits have a great shaping power on our future, especially our habits concerning our use of finances. Repeat after me, today I'm ready to embrace change. I'm ready to embrace change. And I will savor the adventure and enjoy the ride. I will savor the adventure and enjoy the ride. You know what? Management is discipline. Biblical money management is a discipline that touches every area of our lives and requires constant focus. Self-discipline creates opportunity. Self-discipline, folks, creates opportunity. Hebrews 12:11. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. 1 Corinthians 9.27 I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. You're going to walk the walk, talk the talk, right? Managing begins with new habits. New habits, folks. What is a habit? A habit is a disposition or tendency leading us to do easily, naturally, and with growing certainty what we do often. A habit is a law of our being, a kind of second nature, which grows within us. Start by clearing away bad habits. Bad habits are easy to start but hard to break. Repeating the same bad habits will get you the same results. Repeating the same bad habits are gonna get you the same results. My grandma said, those bad habits you're picking up today will get you a swift kick in your keister tomorrow. (laughs) Now listen to our grandmas, I'm telling you right now. When we stop bad habits, it opens the way for good habits. Colossians 3, 2, 
Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Let me just say for a minute, that's so important. When we stop bad habits, it opens up for good habits. And bad habits are eat, smoking cigarettes. I did that for several years, even though my mom died when I was eight years old from cancer, from smoking cigarettes. I took it up, and that was the hardest habit I had ever had to stop. It was easy to start, and it was easy to keep going. It was easy, broke and all, to go buy cigarettes and keep smoking, keep smoking. But when I stopped, it was hard. But I finally decided one day I put a pack of cigarettes in my shirt pocket, and I said, you don't own me. And I quit, and it took a while, but I'm telling you kids out there, two of you youngsters, this vaping, that's no better than cigarette. It's worse. It's an addictive habit. Don't start it because it is just as bad for you. It's going to lead down that same road. It's got chemicals, everything. Don't do bad habits or bad habits. So let me get back to, I'm done with that. Let's get back to our financial thing here. Don't leave empty space where the, whole, the uh, old habit used to be. Get motivated. Start that diet, exercise, read, etc. The better you feel, the better you'll be. Yeah. And it's very important. I know it's been eight to 10 years ago, I uh, had gone to a doctor for a physical and I got on the scale and I think I was about at 228. And that's good if you're playing linebacker for the Colts, but that didn't sound good to me. And I had to stop a bunch of habits I had. I didn't go on any diet. Because I could tell you about all those diets, grapefruit diets, this diet, star diet. None of them worked. What I did was I changed my habit of eating. I stopped buying Cheetos. I stopped buying Cheez-Its. I stopped eating them all night. I would get cookies and eat them. I stopped getting all that stuff. I'd treat myself once a week to something like that. The next day, I would work out a little bit harder because I treated myself the day before. I lost 50 pounds. Now, because of COVID, I might have picked up a few here in this last few months, but there's no excuses. Bad habits, you have to change some of those habits and you will feel better, folks. You Amen. will feel better. People often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. <laughs> That's our old friend, Zig Ziegler. Now, let me tell you that one again. People often say that motivation doesn't last well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. So pray daily and daily pray. Remember, when you skip a day of prayer, it hurts your relationship with God. Miss two days, it affects your family. Miss three days, it hurts all of us around you. So pray, pray, pray. And remember, yesterday happened yesterday. Focus on today. Yesterday happened yesterday. Let's focus on today and moving forward, pressing on. Don't give up. Research says it takes at least 21 days to change a habit. Change one act and repeat it daily for 21 days. As that actually becomes a habit, choose another one and change that one. Make small priority shifts in your life beginning now. Have a vision. See that vision. 
And most of all, you have to have patience. James 1, 2 and 3. My brethren, count it all joy when you fail into, fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. I must, I'm probably the most patient person in the world right now, if I'm reading that scripture, because I'm telling you, our faith has been tested these last few months, this past year. Brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that testing of your faith produces yeah. patience. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Romans 8, 25. But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait eagerly for it with patience and composure. Be consistent in your prayers. Be consistent in your money management. Be consistent. One thing I love about this church, that we've been here for over 20 years now, when I walk in that door, I know when I see Brother James, he's going to be smiling. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I see Elvin. He's going to be fixing the toilet back there or something. I'm going to see Brother Mike Morgan back there work, doing the computer, saying, I love you, man. I love you. This consistency, I can expect that every time I walk yeah. in here. A good message from our pastor. He's consistent. He's, you know, he's always friendly. He's there. Consistency. I, yeah. That's what I love about you all. Consistency. Remember, God's plan is better than yours. God's plan is better than yours. Let me just tell you a quick story. We, uh, the beginning of June, I took a month off work to fix our house up. And I was, uh, had these plans. I'm going to do all of this stuff. And it would only take a month. And so, start doing something here. Da, da, da. That turned into two months. And so we were supposed to put the house up until July. Then, well, we'll put it up until August. Then something else turns up that we have to do. So first thing you know, we're looking at Labor Day weekend to put the house up for sale. So I'm kind of angry. And I then I said, well, this ain't going to work because nobody wants to buy a house Labor Day. First person looked at it, made an offer. Then they walked away from it after we'd done all of this work. And, then we got another person making off. They walked away. Um, so I'm beginning to think, Lord, what's going on here? I'm, I'm out for a walk one day, and I'm having a, a time, my time with the Lord, and I'm kind of angry a little bit. And I'm saying, Lord, my plan just is, this isn't working out the way we planned it. And the Lord says, my ways are different than your ways. Come on, yeah, yeah. Come on out. My thoughts are different than your yeah. thoughts. My plans, I've been doing this for a while. Just look at the Israelites. They spent 40 years in wilderness because they had their own plan. My plans are a little bit better than yours. I've been doing this for a while. And so I just said, okay, Lord, you got me there. I'm just leaving it all to you. And that's what I finally had to do. Remember, God's plan is better than yours. Job 8, 7. Though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would increase abundantly. Ecclesiastes 7, 8 says, the end of a thing is better than its beginning. Ecclesiastes 7, 8 says, the end of a thing is better than its beginning. 
or the forest means translation to that is the early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay, thank you. Thank you. I needed a good laugh today. Thank you. Hey, I appreciate all these testimonies and everything you had over here this morning because I walk in here and right away, towers out like Brother James said, did we have that word from Marcy? Do we get the other prophetic word about what's going on here in Bloomington? This is this is terrific, folks. Like I said, we're here. This is a, a thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. And I'm winding it down already. Praise God. Keep the faith. That's what we all you all gave my word before I even got up here. Keep the faith. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Come on, come on. Let me hear earlier. The faith of things not seen. Don't accept failure. Don't accept it. Only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. Robert F. Kennedy said that. Only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Husbands and wives, work and communicate, communicate together on a budget. Husbands, listen to your wives. I believe it was Brother Mike Morgan just a couple of weeks ago said, our wives are right at least almost 50% of the time. <laughs> All right, okay, okay, I, I'm kidding. He said, actually, he said 99.9% .9 of the time they're right. Probably all the time. And wives are very particular. I know my wife likes to make these lists out. We're going to go on a vacation. A month before the vacation, we've got the list going. I said, well, we're going on vacation. What do we need a list for? Well, we get to the airport, and I'm trying to find my passport. She goes, well, let me look at my list. It's right here. That's why we make lists. I'll tell you. I was leaving the house one day, was in a hurry, was on my way to a gig in Indianapolis. She goes, have you got your microphones? You got your speakers? You got your music stand? You got your, all this stuff. And I said, hey, look, I'm an adult. I know what I'm doing. First of all, don't ever talk to, don't ever tell your wife you're adult. You're gonna find yourself out in those probably grocery bags outside. Come on. So, there's nothing more humbling than to get almost all the way to Indy, 45 minutes before downbeat, and then realize your trumpet's not in the backseat. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Honey, I gotta tell you, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Could you please bring me my trumpet? Uh, what happened? You forgot it? <laughs> she graciously, she brought it to me. Now, how many wives are gonna do that? And I made the gig. I missed the sound check and I had to pay for that, but I heard about it later. <laughs> but my, my wife is nice. I mean, but really, listen to your wives. Listen to one another when you create a budget. Amen. When creating your new budget habits, start slow. There may be peaks and valleys, but the Lord didn't create valleys for us Miranda around it. David said, though I walk through the valley of death, he didn't set up residency there. So get through those valleys. Get through them. Don't allow pride to get in your way. Pride will fight so as not to give Lord his rightful place. Humility is the key to success. 
Proverbs 6.18, we've heard this all the time, 16.18, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Now here's a couple of things to think about, just uh, pass on. $4 gourmet coffee each day is about $88 a month, wow. which equals $1,056 a year. You could make $3,000 stewardship campaign pledge with no problems. $6 fast food lunch, which isn't $6 anymore. I don't know right. where I got this. $6 fast food lunch each day is $132 a month, $1,584 a year. If you change some small habits and saved $110 a month, putting that $110 into a money market fund at 4% in five years would give you $7,292. If you put $110 a month into a tax-deferred retirement savings at 8%, you'll have about $38,000 in 15 years, as long as you don't get COVID in you. But you'll have $38,000. Folks, it's never too early to start a savings or something like that. $5 here for your kids or whatever and leave it there. It's never too early. The average American family holds a credit card debt of more than 8,000 on at least eight credit cards. I can't even, I'm not gonna get into that whole thing because I'm gonna tell you what, debit cards, debit cards, debit cards, get rid of the credit cards. I know we don't like to do checks now, but if you're doing a debit card, it's the same thing as writing a check. Those credit cards make it too easy. I'm gonna just slap the plastic. Well, oh. it comes, you know, 28% interest. Oh no. Those of you who are facing difficult situations today can take comfort in Jeremiah 29, 11, knowing that God has a plan for your life. Regardless of your current situation, he can work through it to prosper us and give us hope. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, Hallelujah. says the Lord. Yes. They are plans for good and not disaster, yes. to give you a future and a hope. Okay, I'm about done, but I just wanted to just say, we've had this, this past year, I want us all to get ready for this year that's coming, because this past year, I feel, I even wrote a song about it called The Giving Up Blues. We've had to give up. On a lot of things. Beginning, we had to give up on going to church. We had to give up going to movies, sporting events, give up. Uh, we've lost family members. We've seen suicides at alarming rate, and they're under 25 years old. Oh. We've given up on forgiveness. We don't forgive anybody anymore. That's it. If somebody says something wrong, that's it. They're given up on. We have given up. On. We've given up on our praise team up here because we can't have five people up here singing, but we can have three times that many people standing in line at the liquor store. Right. We have given up on giving up, and I'm tired of giving up on giving up. Amen. You know what? I haven't given up on this. Woo! I have not given up on this. You know what? God 
didn't give up on us. Thank God Jesus didn't give up when he was on the cross. He didn't give up. You know what? We've got these masks on now, and I know we got a social distance, so we got to wear these masks. I can't tell if somebody's smiling or ready to kill me anymore. I can't. We have given up. We This coming year, folks, I know the Lord is expecting good things. The Lord hasn't declared the end yet. I haven't seen him on cable news saying that. Have you? No, and if he does go on the cable news uh, network grounds, you better start packing bags, because I'm telling you what, you know. But we haven't had, it's not that way, folks. We just gotta have faith. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. It may feel like, you know, a dozen kidney stones going through, but it's gonna pass. So, have faith. Pray, pray, pray. And if you need help with your finances, ask him.